Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Check out my latest uh, column, healthreformexplained.com, from last week. More on the backlash from the and insurance uh, from the insurance uh, companies pulling out of the marketplace in several states, as well as reaction and thoughts to the Cadillac tax. You can count on the Cadillac tax. That's going to be coming out and something that your business needs to at least have on its radar uh, as things go on. But my story was the tale of two ACAs, Brian, because it's um, this thing really affects people completely differently all across the country. When you look at places on the coast, I was talking to somebody in the Edie Bellis network in Portland, Oregon, and they have a lot of choice in Oregon. You you would be surprised how many they have almost 12 choices, he said, yeah. uh, for options over there. Or or, or Oregon has a a state-based exchange. Uh yeah, they they're they're one of the be- they're one of the good examples of healthcare reform and and unfortunately one of the very few uh examples. The 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 ACA uh is you know, if if you're from a conservative mindset, you would say it's what happens when Washington tries to do a one-size-fits-all solution for every state in the nation. But uh, health insurance and health care is, is regionalized. The needs of Nebraska with uh, a, a large rural population is completely different than, than a large metropolitan uh, area. And, you know, a lot of these, these states that have, you know, one insurer, you know, those are the ones where maybe they're a little bit, you know, more, more spread out. And if you look at the states, it's, it's the, the rural uh, southern and, and states have or, the southern okay. states, uh, and now and now the Midwest, and uh, and and it's and it's going to happen to I think everyone eventually, but 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 a few unless unless something happens. But uh, the, it is a tale of two ACAs, not just in how it affects the states, but how it affects my my family differently than the family right next door. And unfortunately, it's not just in its design, but in its its lack, its 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 problems. It's it's not in how it what it, some of it is by design and some of it is just tragic, uh, because of the the politics that were played, the state's decisions and fights with the federal government has created lots of loopholes and lots of situations where people can't access health insurance and are still going uh, uninsured. So uh, you know the actual numbers they say there's you know 20 million people that signed up right, but that only counts individuals that counts every individual that signs up for a January 1st effective date. If you look at the numbers of people that have insurance for one month or two months, I mean, maybe they, they, they have a service done and then they say, oh, I can't pay for it, the numbers drop significantly. And I'll, I can try and find some statistics on that as well, but it's, it's true. I know at least 1.6 million uh, people dropped. That's, that's right. And, you know, insurance, just to give you some perspective on during the year, uh, from my perspective, I'm an insurance agent, right? During, during the year, uh, every insurance carrier... Uh, I wouldn't say every, but the vast majority of them completely cut off commissions to agents and tried to hide their plans from people, make them harder for them to even find where you couldn't even go on their website and obtain a quote. You had to call them and request a quote to even get it from them. And all that is because they are desperately trying uh, trying to avoid the negative risk that is absolutely hammering them. I mean, there's multiple stories of individuals signing up, you know, in, in July for one month, uh, needing a transplant, right? Right there, right there, immediately. 
Um, and it was it's only now, only in the middle of the year, that even uh, CMS and the marketplace started even asking people for any verification whatsoever on if they were qualified for a special enrollment period. Before, they, I mean, just just say it. You know, we believe you. It's fine. It may cost the insurance carrier a million dollars, right? But, you know, it's fine. Uh, so now, you, luckily, and and. On, on a tremendous request from the health insurance aid industry, uh, the marketplace is now at least requesting proof. Uh, and, and unfortunately, if, if you are in those situations, it's actually not that hard even to trigger a special enrollment period and get on a health plan mid-year. And so I think, you know, we're, t we're talking about maximum exposure here. I think we're, we're also talking a little bit about last time the insurance, insurance death spiral because that's, that's what creates the death maximum spiral, yeah. you know? And so if you look at it, and then we're talking about my maximum exposure, uh, you know, I, I like to do because part of my job is helping people run through the numbers on their decisions on their health insurance. I try and get, get a handle of what I'm going to do a little bit earlier. So, so just, just to run through some numbers, Sean, if I could. Uh, with you. Uh, so it, it, I looked at the marketplace right now and I, I applied what the out-of-pocket expenses are going to be in 2017, which for my family, I got I got three kids, family of five, the out-of-pocket expenses on my plan is going to be $13,100. That's how much I'll have to, I could conceivably pay before I get one dime, one dime of coverage from the insurance carrier, right? And I'm my family's fairly healthy, so I'm going to try and save on premiums. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to try and get my maximum, try and buy, you know, have the maximum. Unfortunately, uh, virtually all the plans have similar, extremely high out of pocket costs. The premium for this year for that lowest cost plan for me and my family was nine hundred dollars uh, applied a thirty eight percent increase, uh, which is what is being projected. That's twelve hundred and forty two dollars wow. a month. It's, it went up an extra three hundred bucks. Yeah. Just that's insane. Yeah. So I. I you know, I, I put those two costs together and I determined that if I worked in a full-time job, 40 hours a week, what would my hourly rate have to be just to pay for health insurance? And it was $13.46, right? Full-time? Full-time, 40 hours. So, <laughs> you know, the, the numbers don't add up for normal people. Uh, so especially families, families are, are being slammed by this law. So I, ha I have this $28,000 question. Uh, for next year in my family is is it worth to conceivably pay twenty eight thousand dollars for something that we may or may not need uh, and 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 what should I do what's the right financial decision for me um, you know to, to just give you the flip side about maybe what's happening out there in the marketplace uh, let's my, my one concern is my my, my, my son needs a, like a, a, a tooth surgery like some oral surgery let's sure. just assume that that's going to cost fifty thousand dollars hopefully it doesn't uh, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of major, but not, I'm not, I'm not that worried about it, but just to, for the numbers sake. So instead of buying the $28,000 plan for my family, I could buy a plan that just costs $228 for him for one month in January and have the surgery done then pay, pay the minimum out of pocket expenses of that expensive plan, which is 2,400 for a grand total of $2,628 basically a $26,000 difference between that strategy and the strategy to just paying for it, right? Let somebody else pay for my son's surgery, right? That $50,000 is, is off my plate, right? So this is happening in, in, in small ways and big, 
Well, it's ga- almost like gaming the system. It's, is- it's absolutely gaming the system. You know, and, and if later on in the year something happens where where I, I'm sick, right? I there there has been and and now there still are ways to to circumvent that. And you know, this is this is a real life example of our maximum exposure when we're faced with the the real the real risk of needing care versus the real risk of not having any money for anything else, right? So that's how it kind of works out for me. Uh, you know. You can never, you know, you you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen, and so that just gives you. And people out there are having the same conversation. Uh, so there, there's there's things that can be done on an individual level, but to be honest with you, there's there's nothing out there like it used to be, uh, where where healthy individuals or people could you know be rated for their risk and buy something that that was. Uh, is it, meets their their needs, meets their situation. Is so. it almost better to have two policies for a household? You can nothing. absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, you're gonna sometimes some solutions you're gonna have to pay the penalty for not having insurance, right? That's it's, a, it's such a backwards tax. You can't afford health insurance, so we're gonna tax you for it, and that's what's happening. It, it's not it's it's not the, the individuals that that just choose not to because they just want you know they just want to show up in the emergency room and get care so you know you're going to pay a tax no these are individuals that absolutely can't afford it that are that are going to get taxed because of the loopholes uh and and in the law uh and their situation and so yeah so i i, I kind of i was i was on my horse right there i was kind of losing where, <laughs> track of where i'm going but uh, you know that's that that's something that needs to be done on every end you know whatever your number is you should find out now <laughs> right so that you know what's what's ahead and i do and i do that every year as well i'm, I'm an individual but um my maximum exposure is it's going to be about um well four four hundred times times twelve is just shy plus and change so I got about five thousand dollars in premium and then the deductible so I'm looking at about ten thousand dollars every year in maximum exposure myself and that's why you need to have if you do utilize you need to 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 understand the strategies and, and things that are available within the system to help you reduce costs like for example, I'm on a really expensive drug, but there are prescription drug rebate programs that you yeah. can get that can help help you and and they do exist yeah the prescription drug rebates are are, are a good example of you know a, a drug manufacturer you know giving giving some help with those out-of-pocket costs and uh and 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 those are available uh there there, there are things you can do uh we could talk a little bit sometime about healthcare sharing ministries uh you can talk a little bit about short term you could talk um you know a little bit about self-insurance uh, you could talk about looking into establishing a micro group, uh, but it, basically anything but face down the monster on the individual marketplace. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So uh, with that, <laughs> watch out for your maximum exposure and um, go ahead and give us a call 402-342-1290 if you have any questions on that. But when we come back, it's our it's time to dig into the trenches. It's election season. Let's take a look at uh, both of these presidential candidates on health care and health care reform. What, what does it mean for you and how viable are some of their, their plans? Remember, there is uh, a branch of government called the United States Congress. That's something to pay attention to as well because those races uh, are going to be getting close as we get here very deep into this election season just about a month away. 
This is America's Healthcare Challenge. 402-342-1290 is the number if you want to sound off one more time, and we'll be right back after this.